Welcome to On the Road to No Place Left. This is Feeney, and I'm driving as we learn to share the gospel, make disciples, and reproduce leaders and churches until there is no place left where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard. We're in a series of short episodes to highlight mindset shifts that need to happen in our hearts and lives as we pursue movement. For an intro of the mindsets and Cindy who's sharing them, check out the first episode in this series. Let's jump in. The idea that God will do it. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, as we said before, we've been talking about mindset shifts. And one of the things that when we were working, especially in resistant peoples, um, working in Nepal, India, working with Muslims, working with Tibetan Buddhists, for example, a lot of times we would hear this and we would sometimes find it coming out of our own mouths of, you know, this idea that this is happening. I do believe movements are happening in other places and among other people groups, but I'm not sure it's going to happen here. I've certainly heard that about North America recently, you know, <laughs> where people are, you know, kind of in the earlier stages of movement application and thinking and yeah, not very many people, if any, are seeing fourth generation organic growth and lots of multiplication and tens of thousands of people sweeping into the kingdom in North America. It's not happening yet. And it's so easy for us then, again, as I was saying previously, to base our mindset and our beliefs on what we're experiencing rather than on what God's word says and to think, oh, that can happen over there, or oh, that can happen for someone else, rather than that can happen through me. And we start to, at least, you know, I started to, when I was in this journey, and still sometimes I have to guard myself against this, I I can start to allow unbelief, really, Mm -hmm. if the biblical word for it, to creep into my heart, that what God's word says is true for others, but it's not true for me you know, with my own self-doubt or, you know, just looking at the difficulties of my experiences, my context. When I first started listening to Steve Addison, the the challenge was like, well, that'll work there, but not here. And I think we mostly, most practitioners have shifted from that. Like they don't have, they want it to happen. But I would say like, I've I've said this myself, like, do I believe that God's going to fulfill the great commission that it's like, we can believe the promise of scripture? Yes. But I kind of, I'm like that father in scripture of help my unbelief when it comes to like my like city, my, my people. I'm like, oh, it's, I guess it could happen. Like that's definitely where I fall oftentimes instead of just that realization that he can and will do it in many different places and in many different peoples. I think it takes some intentionality and in shifting our mindset in faith to even say, you know, I believe that God is starting disciple making movements through ordinary people on many continents, and he's gonna do more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why not here? Why not me? You know, kind of uh, to intentionally say, God, I believe you use ordinary people. Mm-hmm. And I'm as ordinary as I get. And so, Lord, here I am. You know, and I'm going to keep obeying you and I'm going to keep working in faith to partner with what you're doing, to look for those people, persons of peace that you've prepared for me. But I'm I'm not going to let unbelief be a barrier that keeps me from even going out and trying anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a story I tell in my course about abundant seed sowing, which kind of makes me think of it with this, you know, how sometimes as a coach, I'll talk with people 
about the lack of fruit that they're experiencing. And you know, I often ask the question, you know, how many how many times have you shared the gospel this week? And a lot of times the answer, if they're not seeing anything, not always, sometimes people are really active, but often it will be, oh, I, you know, I haven't shared at all this week, or I've only shared with two people, you know? And so I like to tell this story about a farmer, you know, who he's sowing the seed and he sows three seeds and then he wonders why he doesn't get fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the reason I bring that up is because a lot of times the reason we stop sowing seeds is because we stop believing that God's going to use us. Yeah. You know, we, we, we stop believing that God really is going to do it in my area. And it's that, that mindset that it can happen for other people who are more gifted in evangelism than me. It can happen from other people who are more anointed, more holy, more something than I am. Um, instead of believing that God delights in using ordinary Mm-hmm. people just like you just like me to do extraordinary amazing things and why not me why not here yeah i think that ties back to the first one that we talked about like we don't actually believe god's at work here again on paper we do but part of the reason we're not sharing we're not still seeking persons of peace is we kind of gave up like well he's he's just not at work here anymore you know and so mm-hmm. for those who are listening i would just encourage you guys today you know say it to yourself say I can do all things, including starting a disciple making movement in Boston or in, you know, Pakistan or wherever it is. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, including that and kind of speak to yourself. I know I've had to do that many times. You know, God will do it. God can do it. God wants to do it. And I believe that And I'm going to intentionally shift my mindset to align with his word. Great. Well, any more about this mindset? Yeah, I think the only other thing that I would add on this one is that sometimes we need to unwind unbelief. And sometimes we've actually been told that that's the right thing to believe by people we trusted. Mm. Um, Just again, to use the example of Tibetan Buddhists, um, when I was first working in Nepal, uh, some of the older missionaries had been there a long time, very well-respected people that I knew and trusted. And, you know, they told me, they said it's it takes about seven years after a Tibetan Buddhist first hears the gospel before they can come to faith and understand. Mm. And so I had this thing locked in my head, you know, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. these people have told me. So I'm not expected when I share the gospel that anyone is going to believe or that I'm going to find a person of peace who's ready, that God is already at work in their life and prepared them for the seed of the gospel. I'm not expecting that because I've already heard sort of this negative information, you know, and good hearted people, you know, and that was their experience. You know, so they weren't basing it on nothing. They were basing it on the reality of their experience. But sometimes our mindset is really impacted and formed by that. And instead of being formed by scripture, where Jesus says, you know, the harvest is ripe. Don't say four more months until the harvest on four, you know, but look at, you know, look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. And we're being more informed by our experience and kind of the the cultural the mission mission culture even or the church cultural idea about that that these people are hard to reach 
as we say, you know, and we start to move into this mindset, examine our mindset, God will do it. Um, ask yourself that question. What, what common understanding maybe have I elevated above God's word? And um, that's influencing me and, and really kind of deal with that within your own heart to say, um, you know, Lord, I, I want to trust your word and I want to believe that today's a new day. That may have been the experience of other people. Maybe that's a common understanding. Yeah, to tie it to the story you referenced, Jesus starts that inter- interaction in John 4 by doing exactly the opposite of what the culture would say. Going to Samaria, talking to a woman, like mm-hmm. he wasn't listening to his culture. He was listening to to the father. And then at the end of the story is where he says, hey, look, lift up your eyes. The fields are right for harvest. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the common understanding was Samaritans were not our people, not right. open, not the right kind of people to talk to. Yep. And he broke down all those walls as he listened to the father. If you want to hear all 12 of Cindy's Mindset Shifts, be sure to subscribe to the On The Road podcast. You can do that through whatever podcast app you're listening to, or head to ontheroad.link to get new episodes delivered to your email inbox. You can also check the show notes at that same URL for links to Cindy's blog and training courses. This is Feeney. Thanks for listening. The On The Road podcast is to encourage you to share the gospel, make disciples, and reproduce leaders and churches until there is no place left where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard.